Hey, this is Sam for Dobbs. If you need tires, hop on our website, go to Dobbs.com. We'll save you time searching brands, sizes, and prices, and save you money because we sell tires at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. For deals you can use, click on go to Dobbs.com now. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. That Corey Dickerson turns around in the second half. That's right. Book it. Write it down. Dickerson, another base hit. He's nine for his last nine. Here comes Donovan. One to nothing, Cardinals. Corey Dickerson is on fire. Gee, that is bolder <laughs> than Greg Amzinger saying that Pools is going to hit 22 home runs in the second half of the season. Dickerson lines it out to left. Six nothing, Cardinals. That'll go all the way to the Ivy. And Corey Dickerson, his second hit, he's two for three tonight. I do not think it's bold, and I stand by it. I am very convicted in this. Big chopper, softly hit. This game is tied. Swanson has to eat it, and we're even at five. Donovan scores. Dickerson puts it in play, and we are right back where we started. That audio courtesy of Bally Sports Midwest and Fox Sports. Corey Dickerson is on a heater and alongside Super Bowl champion Kerry Davis and Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. We are going out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line right now to give credit where it is due. And that is with Katie Wu. She's the Cardinals insider for The Athletic. You can follow her on Twitter. She is at Katie J. Wu. Katie, Corey Dickerson in the month of August is batting 431 with an OPS over 1,000. Congratulations. You were right and we were wrong. That's right. Book it. Write it down. You guys will never have an open better than that one. I'm not gloating or anything. Maybe I am. Um, But no, seriously, on a real note, Corey Dickerson's resurgence has been key in what has been a key part in what has been many key parts for the St. Louis Cardinals team in August. And one of many fun things to watch for this Cardinals team, for sure. So Corey Dickerson is one part of the outfield that is working right now. Is Tyler O'Neill another? Is, Is he officially back at this point, Katie? I mean, okay, let's let's uh, let's dream for a little bit. Tyler O'Neill has certainly looked much better at the plate, and uh, you're going to listen and be like, "Well, yeah, duh, Katie, he had three home runs in the last two games." But when you look at his plate approach and his at bats and the quality of them over the last two weeks or so, even when they weren't necessarily being reflected results-wise in the box score, they've looked a lot better. A good sign that Tyler O'Neill is about to turn the corner offensively is when he starts working the walk rate. We know that Tyler is a guy that generates a lot of swing and miss. That's part of his swing profile. That's fine. But when he starts working some walks on the quality of bats, even if it's, you know, a routine ground out to 6-3, but he took a lot of pitches and was selective, that's a sign that he's coming around. That's what Ollie Marmel has seen from him over the last couple of weeks. That's why he got so many starts in center field and a way to keep him in the lineup. And now we're seeing the Tyler O'Neill that I think Cardinals fans came to expect right on time. Looks like he's heating it up. And can you imagine this Cardinals lineup 
if you have a resurgent Tyler O'Neill in September. Yeah, that was, uh, Katie, that was one of the things we just heard Ali say was Tyler's laying off the high fastball, and, and that may be something that he was harping on with him to, to, to make sure that he was not chasing after that to put more balls in play and to not have so many strikeouts. Have you, have you seen that from Tyler in these last few at-bats as well? Absolutely, Carrie. I've seen that. You know, I saw that was evident in Chicago when I think the high fastball is key. I mean, Tyler O'Neill is a power hitter. If he sees a heater that he likes, he's going to put a good swing on it. The, the difference for me is a, a heater that he likes versus a heater that he can do damage with. And that, to me, is when you can find pitch selection from Tyler O'Neill at his finest. Certainly has been able to kind of turn the corner in that regard over the last week or so. When you have a lineup that already has Lars Newbar and Brendan Donovan, who I think have been a little bit underrated in terms of lineup construction, and their ability to get on base. You have Paul Golson and Nolan Arenado. We know what those guys can do. And then you have Tyler O'Neill either right in front of them or right behind them. I mean, I think it completely changes the lineup and how you pitch to all four hitters I just mentioned above. And it really elongates the rest of the lineup through and through. So certainly, if you're a Cardinals fan, what you've seen from Tyler O'Neill lately has to be exciting. We're talking to Katie Wu here on 101 ESPN. Katie, another home run last night for Albert Pujols. It feels like every night he's doing something that's never been done before. This time, uh, he now breaks the record for the most number of pitchers that any player has ever hit a home run off of. There's a righty on the mound tonight for Cincinnati. Do you just throw him out there again because you're at Great American Ballpark and see what he can do out there? I mean, at this point, I would hardly blame Ollie to do that, but I also understand the reason why we've seen Albert be so successful the second half. BK, I know this is a hill you die on as well. It's because... I think I have died on that hill, actually. (laughs) I think think actually, you're right. I think it's already happened. Uh, The splits that Ollie has used against with left-handers and Albert in that role has worked. Now I get Great American Ballpark, Hitters Park, you know, I don't even know how he homered yesterday on that 0-2 pitch outside the zone that he extended for. I mean, no normal human could do that, the strength that that took. And that wasn't even a, a great American ballpark home run either. I looked it up, and it would have been a home, a home run in, I think, 23 out of 30 ballparks. Mm. So, sure, I get the, the enticing ability to do that, but the Reds also have a lefty going tomorrow. So, I mean, if he's in there, I don't think anyone will complain, but I think a big reason why Albert has been so successful past the All-Star break is because he's been used in spots he can be successful in. Now, Katie, I have the question that, that all St. Louisans want to know, and I think you can give us insight. Does he get 700? I'm all aboard. I'm all aboard on <laughs> the 700 train. I mean, I, I'm all for, for the story, right? Like, I'm yeah. a writer, so I, I love a good story. But I think if you take that part out of it, I, I think he really gives it a run, especially if the Cardinals, I mean, you can never speak out of turn. We don't know what's going to happen in September. We look at last year as Cardinals weren't supposed to make the playoffs at all, and then they won 17 games in a row, of course. So I'm not going to go out and speak out of turn. But if the Cardinals go ahead and keep up this play and the Brewers keep up their trajectory, Cardinals have a chance to walk up the division with some significant time in the regular season remaining. I think if that happens, you'll start seeing Albert playing every day to really maximize his ability to get to 700. But I know the city of St. Louis is unabashedly rooting for him to get there, and I certainly get it. I mean, why not? What a way to end a first ballot, in my opinion, Hall of Fame career. Weird start last night for Miles Michaelis, Katie. Um, And there's kind of two ways to look at this. In his last eight starts, so since the All-Star break, he's allowed 31 earned in 48 innings. And that sounds concerning. However, 20 of those 31 earned came in three starts combined at Great American Ballpark and at Coors. What's your level of concern right now with Miles Michaelis? You know, BK, when you first said that stat, I like, got like a red alert. I was like, am I missing something? <laughs> uh, 
But then I then then I immediately thought about the Coors fiasco, mm-hmm. and I remember you know he's pitched in Cincinnati a couple times before. No, I'm not concerned about Miles Michaelis at all. Literally not even close. He's been a workhorse all season long. I I'm, I know when you look at the ERA that way, people you, you, it's easy to be like, um, okay, what's going on? But you just have to take that Coors Field outlier out of it. Maybe he's suffering a bit of the Adam Wainwright curse in Cincinnati. But no, Miles Michaelis has been dominant. I think he's been one of the most underrated pitchers in the National League. I mean, he has, I believe, the top five lowest walk rate in the National League. That is so imperative given how, how big the Cardinals stress just throwing strikes. No, I'm not worried about it. If the Cardinals started a three-series playoff team or a three-game playoff team today, playoff series today, cannot speak, obviously. I would put Miles Michaelis second in that. Um, no concerns at all for him. Well, we are we are excited to hear that, and I think he was doing well up until the fifth inning, where he just kind of blew yeah. up and and gave up those home runs. I thought the game was later than that. It just seemed like the game was going for so long. That's not a concern. What is a concern for the Cardinals starting pitching? Are there any concerns with the with the additions that they've had and what you've seen from Michaelis and Wainwright? No, I really don't think so. And honestly, I think that that at bat with TJ Friedel, that eleven pitch at bat that resulted in the home run was ultimately just kind of the, the tipping point for Michaelis. I think it could have gone either way at that point. But when you're looking at the rotation as a whole, I think right now you're, you're, there's probably some concerns about Dakota Hudson, although he did look really, really good in his last start at Wrigley Field last week, pretty more indicative of what the Cardinals expected him to look like. I mean, you have stability in this rotation for the first time in a very long time. And with an offense as resurgent as the Cardinals is, with their pretty consistent defense and their ability to win games in different ways, stability from the starting rotation is all you needed. Now, there are a couple of questions coming up, of course. Jack Flaherty is going to start his looking like his final rehab start with Double A Springfield tomorrow. Cardinals are looking to activate him September 5th, return him to the major league rotation against the Nationals. There's a lot of question marks about Jack Flaherty, but if you can see something that is any close to the dominance that he showed in early 2021 before that oblique injury, that completely changes the trajectory of the rotation, in my opinion. I understand there's been a little bit of frustration from Flaherty's uh, standpoint from the fans. There's been plenty of frustration for this season from his standpoint (laughs) as well, right? But I think if you're looking for one more boost, I mean, you've seen what Jose Quintana and obviously Jordan Montgomery have done for this rotation. If you get a Jack Flaherty that is healthy, that's to me, a playoff caliber pitcher immediately returning back to your rotation. And I think that will be, in my opinion, what solidifies my belief in this team making a deep run come October. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. With Flaherty returning and the starting pitching the way that it is, is there really an opportunity for us to see NLCS World Series out of this team the way that they're playing? I mean, they certainly believe so. I think how they've approached August and how they've stacked up against good teams, not even teams that are over 500, but teams that are looking like locks to be playing in October, that has really been indicative to me about where they they are standing because when you think about how they're playing in the first half, they really weren't doing much against 500 teams. They were actually losing a good majority of those games. They didn't look like a team that could make it past the wild card round. Now in August alone, they swept the Yankees, took two or three from the Brewers, and took two or three from the Braves. To me, that Braves series was their most impressive series win of the season because I think the Braves, are they get a little bit overshadowed because they're in the same division as the Mets. But that is a really good, in my opinion, possible World Series caliber team. I think if the Cardinals can stay healthy and keep up their different ways of winning, that's key for them. They're not overly relying on the home run. They're not overly relying on starting pitching. They have one of the best closers in the game. So if they have a lead in the ninth, they feel pretty good about it. I think if they can just keep up their health and they're aided by a, a Flaherty return that's ideal, that completely changes this team. And I, I think that you could see, you know, NLCS World Series in their in their reaches. Katie, final question. 
I apologize that we're going to send you out on what is potentially a negative note. However, I do got to ask you, Yadier Molina is batting 180 since his return to the lineup on August 2nd. There are 242 players that have taken as many plate appearances since he returned to the lineup as Yadier Molina has. There's only one that has a worse OPS than Yadier Molina in that stretch of those 242. Are we going to continue seeing the same split between Yadi and Kisner down the stretch that we have been seeing previously? Or do you think Kisner, because he has actually been hitting well lately, gets more of an opportunity down the stretch? I think this is a two-part answer, and the question's totally fair. In fact, it's been asked. What question was asked last week, and I asked about Yadi's performance pregame yesterday as well, just to get a better feel about the situation. One, Andrew Kisner has been hitting the ball much more consistently, much better in the second half, and I think that gets a little overshadowed just because we don't see him play as consistently. So it's not always as fresh in our minds. I asked Ollie just what he felt about Yadi or Molina yesterday, and he said, regardless of anything, quote, I'm betting on Yadi in September. So, and that's certainly right. I mean, I know that there's no factual evidence to go off of this, but when you're thinking about people that step up in September, you think about your leaders. This has obviously not been the ideal season for Yachty. He's battled through injuries, personal stuff. There was a basketball thing. Okay. But I think that whole staff feels the same way. Adam Wainwright said it. You ask anyone in that clubhouse, they talk about his presence, his impact on the team. Sure, he's not doing it offensively. They have they are so convicted that he will impact the team in September that they're not necessarily worried about what he's doing at the plate right now. And honestly, there are very few players that I can justify that reaction for, but Yachty is one of them. We're going to see the same split. We asked Ollie the same way, you know, how he feels about the playing time between his two catchers, especially with Kisner's uh, offensive performance heating up. And he really likes the way that they, they have the playing time. Kisner does a really nice job in catching Miles Michaelis. That's probably when you're going to see him. You'll see Kisner again, usually after a, a night-to-day game turnaround or a, you know, a big stretch. Cardinals are finishing 17 in a row. So we've seen Kisner a little bit more. But when you're looking at September, when you're looking at the postseason, there is so much confidence. And this is not to say there's no confidence in Andrew Kisner because that's not true at all. But there is so much conviction that Yadier Molina will pull through for this club because he always has. So that's what the Cardinals are relying on. And again, BK, very rarely can I like can I make a, a case for that. But in this case, I 100% understand. Yeah, and I love that you can just say, and then the basketball thing. And we all know exactly <laughs> what you're referencing. That <laughs> it's is, been the weirdest couple of months, hasn't it? It, it really has. All of this has happened literally in the last six weeks. Like six it's, weeks ago, oh we were gosh. talking about Paul Goldschmidt and uh, Nolan Arenado not making the trip to Toronto and Albert Pujols and Yad, or, and Adam Wainwright had that crazy game in that second one against Toronto, and then everything else has changed from there. It's, it has been a wild, wild second half of the season. Katie, will be paying attention to all of your coverage over at The Athletic and following you on Twitter at KatieJWu. All the best to you up in Cincinnati, and we'll talk with you again next week. BK, Carrie, T-Dog, thanks so much for having me, and thanks again for that open. I'll be planning on a repeat as I walk to the ballpark. <laughs> you got it. That and Taylor Swift. We'll, we'll talk with you again soon. Exactly. Thanks, guys. On November 13th, it's the dawning of a new era when the NFL debuts in Germany live on NFL Network. Brady and the Bucks. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. DK and the Seahawks. Puts the ball up. Wake up and watch with the world. It's Sunday morning football. Live from Munich. Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern, only on NFL Network. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. 
You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.